Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Dad likes our podcast. Dad says we do a good job. We need to get him on as a guest. And mom's a big listener. Anyway, that's all I need. And Liz. I, for like a week straight, tried brushing my teeth with my left hand. And it was so hard. It feels so clunky. It's so weird. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the podcast with Kelly Okay, that was the <laughs> cutest video we got from Carly. Carly sent us an email saying, MTO rubbing off. I was listening to your po- I love listening to your podcast. I feel like I'm talking with my friends. And then she goes, my daughter, Corbin, is two and a half. And yesterday she was chatting away and said, welcome to the podcast with Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Corbin. That was so cute. That's so cute. That is so cute. I know. I've only one of our kids. Could, one of my kids could turn out that could kind of cuteness out. no i don't even think they l- come to think of it don't even think they listen mm-hmm. maddie maddie has been a pretty strong follower and actually just yesterday he told me he was listening to one of our episodes and he goes i think i'm finally just realizing i'm not your target demographic <laughs> because i was listening to an episode and i had no idea what you were talking about and i don't know which episode it was but because he would listen to the book recaps without reading the books. Like, he yeah, was well, he a was, very... You know, it was before you were married and you guys were, like, in love and stuff. Oh, we're not anymore? Well, now it's just different. Tyler yeah. will call me and be like, hey, I just listened to your podcast. And, like, he'll be like, what was that all about? I'm like, dude, that was six weeks ago. Like, yeah. My friend, so, like... No, actually... Um, so dad our dad went on this like um trip this like hunting trip where he didn't have any service for an entire week and he said that he had a couple of podcasts downloaded on his phone (laughs) one of them being our podcast (laughs) and so he listened to it and i have no idea which one it was but dad likes our podcast yeah dad says we do a good job we need to get him on as a guest i know we really do and mom's a big listener so anyway between like mom dad and corbin like that's all I yeah. need. I mean, yeah, that's the only fans we need. But for real, welcome back to the Carpool Podcast. With Kelly. And Liz. And today we have a super jam-packed episode. I mean, per use. segments you know, segments you love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're doing a millennial word. We have a great eight, industry news, ditch the drive-thru. Blake's besties. All the t- things. Kelly's oh. trying to break the habit of saying tings and s- because she says tings and not things and maddie called her out recently and she's trying to break that habit yeah um and i have driveway diaries too mm. which the results are in and like people are saying it's their favorite segment um who's saying that well no one but it's okay. like well that's not true it's just like the vibes that i'm getting from from the people okay right <laughs> Okay, well, I say let's just get right into it. I mean, obviously, the small talk's going nowhere. Okay, so um, it's time for the Lonely Award of the Day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. But before we do that, I just want to announce today's um, a sponsor. So today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my gut health, immunity, and overall health, and Athletic Greens helps to do just that. 
I started taking AG1 because I was in search for a greens powder that actually tasted good and not like blended up grass. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I take the powder daily from home, but also have been sending Maddie to work with the AG1 packet so we can take it on the go. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Don't just take it from me, though. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Apparently, that's more five-star reviews than the Carpool Podcast has. What? Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash carpool to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens. So thank you, Athletic Greens. And I heard that like the Gen Z's are all about AG1. So it's like kind of like that could be the millennial word in itself. Just segueing right on into it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, today's word is big brain. Mm, I know we, we say this we do because our sisters say it not because we, we've come up with it no so big brain is when someone says something smart or comes up with a good idea you use the term big brain to agree be sarcastic or let the people know that they have a good point John so now it's like a conversation this is on urban dictionary John instead of buying one small one small Arizona for one dollar you could get two big ones for two dollars bill big brain it makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't. No, what we talked about on last week's episode, we were like, TikTok is small brain, Instagram's big brain. Right. So it's just saying, it's just saying it's like smart. It's it's a good idea. It requires more brain power. Like big the brain. first time I ever heard it was, I think a lot of people, a lot of people will be able to relate to this, is we're kind of like a Catan family. Mm-hmm. And Craig and Sydney feel as though Catan is small brained. And what's that stupid game they play? I don't know. They play some other game. Dungeons and Dragons or something? It's not Dungeons and Dragons, but it's a... They're like, well, it's big brain. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a more complicated game. And they're like, well, it's big brain. So, and we're like... I'm like, I think Catan's pretty big brain. Like, I'll just take the small brain thing. I don't really want to learn I I think that'll be pretty... I I, Actually, that's something that I like. And that's, I feel like, a word I don't have a synonym for. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what the millennial version of that is. Yeah, that's like too big brain of a concept for me. So I like mm-hmm. I, I think big brain, small brain are good things to work in today's episode and to your vocabulary. I agree. I like it. I really like that term. Um, so, OK, where should we brain. go from here? One day we'll get like a whiteboard, Elizabeth, and we'll write down what we want to talk about. Maybe like prep things. Well, we prepped. We just prep separately. Yeah, that's true. But that's where the magic happens. That's what people don't realize. Uh, that's the big brain stuff. Mm. Like if we talked about what we were going to say before, it wouldn't be this fun banter. It is. Okay. Um, I guess we could just do your driveway diaries. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So I made two ingredient pumpkin muffins and they were fabulous. But the other people who asked me what the recipe was after I said it's these two ingredients. It's a little concerning. So it's two ingredients. But it's a ratio maybe and like how long you bake it. Yeah, I just think sometimes it's like just I and I'm just like guess. Like, I'm the kind of cook who just, like, guesses a lot. So, it, sometimes it's hard for me. Yeah. But, anyway, it's a box of spiced cake mix and a jar of pumpkin. I got the big jar. So, that's what I can tell you. I don't remember how many ounces it was. It was a decent-sized jar. You combine those two. I did a little hand mixer action. You can do a loaf. You can do a muffin tin or muffin. 
I added chocolate chips. Yeah, the chocolate baked chips them at three fifty for about fifteen minutes. Kind of just followed like the cake directions. Amazing. They were really good. Really good. And the kids love them. George could not get enough of well, them. Well, and like it makes sense because like if you think about like if you look up a pumpkin muffin recipe, it's like get flour, then add all these freaking spices. And then it's like, well, the cake mix just has all those flour and spices already in it. Right. So it was like, I thought it was, I, and I added eggs because I thought it would be too dry. It's a big brain recipe. Didn't need eggs though. Like people tell me they don't need eggs. So I'm going to take that as what it is. So two ingredient pumpkin muffins, make them before October's over. Mm-hmm. That was my first thing. Um, next, do you remember, this is kind of a throwback, do you remember those bubbles that you could eat? Yeah. yeah. Just wanted to mention them. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird time. Yeah, it was a weird time. I was blowing bubbles with the kids the other day and I was like, I can taste those. That's weird. They were like grape or chocolate flavored bubbles. I don't remember the chocolate flavored bubbles, but... Just saying, just wanted to like bring that back up to everyone's memory that was a bad idea 90s were a weird time yeah and then finally apparently scarves are coming back hot um okay what do you mean um well mom called me actually to tell me that mom said hey scarves are coming back hot oh that's all the context i have but just like something to be on the lookout for well i don't i have scars like I wear scarves in the wintertime because they're warm. Well, I th- I think it's like not for warm. Like she said, like oh. those like little like like a little like silky scarf, like as an accessory is like coming um, back hot. I could see that. I could see that. So just wanted to mention that. But I also think sometimes mom, like one person in passing tells mom that scarves are coming in hot and then she takes that and believes that's to be fully true. So. Um, well, she does. She follows this girl on Instagram, Susie Wright, and she does whatever. Like Susie okay. Wright is like her style icon. Well, and her fashion has really gotten really nice. No, over mom the past is like so fashionable. Yeah. Mom is so fashionable. Yeah, well, I guess we'll. If Chris says it's in, then it's so in. So I just again, I'll I'll continue to watch that story. We'll see how it develops. But I just wanted to call it early. Apparently, scarves are coming back hot. I, I like scarves. We'll I'm, keep you updated. I'm here for it. And that was actually it. It wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. That's fine. That's okay. Some weeks are jam-packed. Some weeks I'm not in my car as much. So that's all I could come up with. Kel, that's okay. Because we have a great eight that I think is going to... Uh, I think it's going to... I think we're going to have a lot of discussion. A lot of good discussion. A lot of hard discussion. Um, and it might take a while. So <laughs> right. I say we just jump right into that. So today we're going to be doing the great eight of children's cereal. So the great eight is a game we play where we take a topic choose eight things within that category and then battle them off head to head so it's the cereal we grew up eating it's the cereal that is on the shelves today the sugary kids cereal which one is the best and i think this is an important i think it's important to, to just call it out when i say i have no idea where this is gonna go i have no idea and i l- love cereal me too are you a cereal in the morning person or a cereal in the afternoon person or nighttime um i here's the thing with cereal like it's not filling to me uh-huh. especially not like the sugary kind so yeah. like to me it's a nightcap it's a nightcap for me too yeah i only eat cereal like right before bed um so are we doing this as like which one's the best we eat now which one was the favorite of our childhood like or like you can go, because like I don't I'm not I'm not going to pin Cocoa Pebbles against Special K because that doesn't seem fair. So like, no, is no, it no. kids it's, cereal. It's kids cereal. It is the sugary. It is Cocoa Pebbles. It is Fruit Loops. It is, you know, okay. Lucky Charms. I mean, I don't want to just like give them all away, but those are the three heavy hitters okay. on the top of my head. Oh, well, I think I have some sleepers that you're not ready to hear. <laughs> OK, so I guess um, I'll just start with Cocoa Pebbles then. It's going to be hard to beat. That's probably that's probably my favorite cereal. That's probably the number one seed, but you just never know what could happen. No, you know, you really don't. 
Um, okay, I'm gonna hit Lucky Charms out. Yeah, because no, that's I just one. think like it's it's a little more refined. Mm-hmm. It's got texture. It's no, layered. Yeah. It looks better in a bowl. But well, I guess we're not debating them yet. I'll save my I'll save my thoughts. Okay. Okay. Then I guess I will say um, Fruit Loops. My number one pregnancy craving. Yeah. I haven't had them in a while because now they actually sound repulsive to me. Oh. But when I first was pregnant, like it was the only thing I could stomach mm-hmm. were Fruit Loops, mm-hmm. which is disgust. I don't actually like Fruit Loops that much. Um, I'm gonna say this is kind of a wild card. Hmm. Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this is gonna be a hard one to beat. Reese's Puffs. Uh, Elizabeth, Reese's I had Puff, it down Reese's too. Reese's Puff. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, let's do Captain Crunch. Okay. How many more do we have? I feel like I could go on forever. We need two more. Okay. Okay, so I get I get to pick one more. Mmm. I know that there's going to be a ton of people are going to say, oh, why didn't you pick that one? And I'll tell you why I didn't pick that one at the end. Gosh. Oh. Okay. So right now, it'll just tell me what I'm torn between. I'm torn between tricks or Cocoa Puffs. Oh, and see, that's interesting because those are not on my list. I don't, I can tell, I don't want to, I don't even want to put Cinnamon Toast Crunch on there because that was going to be out immediately for me. Oh, you me. think? I don't like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay, I was going to put that or Pops. Pops? No, Pops are, no. Pops oh, are, what about Honeycomb? <gasps> Where's Honeycomb? This is so hard. Okay, wait, well, I think tricks, we should add, tricks or Cocoa Pops? I think we should do Tricks and Cocoa Pops. I think those are pretty hard hitters. Okay, Tricks and Cocoa Pops. Like, we're, here's what we're not doing. I, I, I also had Oreos on my list. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's a cop out. We're not doing like. any Cheerios, which I think is okay. And you don't want to do cinnamon toast. No, which I think that's pretty bold of you. You don't want to do frosted flakes, like boring. Yeah, fruity pebbles. We already got the cocoa pebbles. I think this is good. Okay, I feel pretty good about it. So we're gonna add tricks. I forgot about tricks. Those were freaking good. And cocoa puffs. Yeah, cocoa puffs are freaking good too. And we're also not doing Apple Jacks because because those are trash. Because they're trash. You know what an Apple Jack is good as? A dry cereal. Yeah, they're good as a dry cereal, but that's mm-hmm. it. Okay, so that brings our grade eight to Cocoa Pebbles, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, Cookie Crisp, Reese's Puffs, Captain Crunch, Tricks, and Cocoa Puffs. <sighs> okay. All right, this is gonna be tough. I know we don't have them, so we're kind of going off memory. Which I think is the best way to Which do it. Which I anyway. think I think it's fine because I think it's like the nostalgia of it. All. I agree. Okay. This is big brain stuff, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I need to think about how I'm going to match. I these think up. you should do like a chocolate versus a chocolate. You think? I think to start off, yeah. Okay. Well, let's do cocoa pebbles versus cocoa puffs. Like that just seems like what we have to do. Mm. Yeah. They're both really good. So here's the thing. I think I like the consistency of a cocoa pebble better than a cocoa puff. Agreed. To begin, um, th- if you let it sit in that milk too long, though, it's game over. Yeah, it does. It's um, it doesn't have the longevity that a puff has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think but like those first few bites of cocoa pebbles are impossible to be so good. And just make I just make small bowls like I actually. And here's why I think I want to give it to cocoa pebbles because like. I buy Cocoa Pebbles in my adult life sometimes. Me too. Especially as a pregnant woman. Like Me too. 
I have not. I forgot about Cocoa Puffs. Again, you know what Cocoa Puffs are? A good dry cereal. A good, let me add that to my snack bag and snack on it dry. Yeah. I'd never do that with a pebble. That'd be crazy to stick my hands in a pebble bag that often. You know you what imagine? I saw was interesting about Cocoa Puffs? It was a really good marketing tool that they did, though, was saying, if you eat your Cocoa Puffs, then your milk will turn into chocolate milk, which is obviously what every kid wants. So I thought that was always... But they do both provide a chocolate milk variety. No, they do. Okay, so I'm going to... It's, it's for Cocoa Puffs. It's it's pebbles for me. It is, but hats off to Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry you got, you know, that's just that's what happens sometimes. Okay, next, I think we should do I think we should do tricks versus fruit loops. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good place to go next. Um, I mean, I just am looking at I'm on Google right now and I'm looking at the tricks box and my mouth is watering. The fruit loops box in in doing it for me. The tricks box though. Those different shapes. I it's I'm I'm craving some tricks right now. I forgot about the different shapes. Fruity shapes. Yeah. Six fruity Six shapes. Six fruity shapes to be specific. Yeah, their look, it's so colorful. And I'm sorry, maybe I just like had too many fruit loops these past couple of months, but I'm over it. And you know what really yeah. did it for me? Like mm-hmm. I don't like fruit loop milk is disgusting. And remember those disgusting Fruit Loop candies we tried, which like completely just like ruined it. Ruined it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised to get Fruit Loops out in round one, but especially to tr- someone like Trix, which, which I don't even know the last time I bought Trix. Isn't that so sad to think about? Like you do, poured, I don't, do they even still make tricks? You poured your last bowl of Trix and you didn't even know it. Isn't yeah, that sad? That is sad. Trix cereal. Yeah, I'm gonna go need to buy some. Tricks. Literally, I think I'm gonna buy Trix. Okay. I think we should take our top two, whatever they end up being. And like doing a redo, like just like seeing if they stood up to the test of time. Okay. okay. So Trix is moving forward. Okay. This is going to be, I feel like this is just going to get harder and harder. Okay. I think we should do Captain Crunch versus Lucky Charms. Hmm. So I have to look up some Captain Crunch. The only thing with Captain Crunch is it was just like the mouthfeel I'd have after. Mm. That film. Do you know what I'm talking about? The that, film, that yeah. film it yeah. would put on the roof I know of your exactly mouth. exactly what you're talking what's, about. Hey, Trick. Hey, Captain Crunch. What's that about? Yeah. Um, but it's like, how can you look at Lucky Charms and be like, well, 80% of the cereal's boring. But, but it... The thing with Lucky Charms is just like it's so hard to get the right ratio per spoon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and that's the thing is if you don't get a marshmallow in there, the cereal in and of itself is not. It's just nothingness. But it's incredible what just two marshmallows per spoon can do to all of that. Mm, This is this is tough because I do like the taste of Cap'n Crunch. Same. But yeah, the mouthfeel after the film, I can like feel it on my teeth. I know. What is that about? I don't know. What is it? Sugar? I feel like for that reason, because none of these other ones are really like giving me that, it should be Lucky Charms, but I do like the taste of Captain Crunch better. So I don't know where that leaves us. I think like, again, I have not bought Captain Crunch in my adult life. I have bought Lucky Charms in my adult life. I think Lucky Charms are, I like the the health food aspect that they bring. You know, they, I feel like as a mother, I'd be, feel like a better mom feeding them Lucky Charms over Captain Crunch. So I'm thinking I'm going to go Lucky Charms. You good? I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay. And then finally, we have Cookie Crisp versus Reese's Puffs. 
This Reese's Puffs also has the mouthfeel. It does, but I'm more willing to accept. Oh, it. Maybe, it's, maybe it's the peanut butter. Oh, maybe isn't Captain is Crunch peanut, peanut butter? Yeah, maybe it is the peanut butter. Um, I'm way more willing to accept the mouthfeel from the Reese's Puff. Um, Cookie Crisp, I always really loved when I was a kid, but I think it wasn't as good as I'm remembering it was. And I think Reese's Puffs would smack today. I'll like go to Whole Foods and I'll like buy like the healthy version or the organic version of Reese's Puff where it's just like chocolate and peanut butter cereal combined and it still hits. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like Reese's Puffs, they they just they've done a lot of good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think Reese's Puffs is a real, real heavy hitter, and I and I think it beats out Cookie Crisp. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay, so that brings Honestly, that was pretty easy to come up with the final four, but yeah. I think here's where things are going to get. I would agree. Hair. We might need some tiebreakers. Okay, so our final four is Lucky Charms, Reese's Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles, or Tricks. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do chocolate on chocolate this time. I'm going to just do it like. Okay. I'm going to do Cocoa Pebbles versus Tricks. And then I'm going to do Reese's Puffs versus Lucky Charms. Well, I can tell you it's Reese's Puff over Lucky Charms. Oh, well, I can tell you it's Cocoa Pebbles. I think I can tell you it's Cocoa Pebbles over Tricks. You think it's Lucky Charms over Reese's Puffs automatically? Hold yeah. On. Hold on, Elizabeth, hold on. Don't just oh. stop jumping ahead. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Let's do Lucky Charms versus Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. You just said Lucky Charms. No, I said Reese's Puffs. Oh. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. You think Lucky Charms beats Reese's Puffs? Are you kidding? Are you small brain? <laughs> Are you a small brain girl? Well, I think like, again, Lucky Charms, first of all, I love a variety. I love a limited edition pack. I love all that kind of stuff. We have none of that with Reese's Puffs. Reese's I don't Puffs know Reese's consistency, Puffs. though. See, here's the thing. Reese's, let me just back up to Cocoa. Like, if you're going to compare Puffs, let's compare it to, to Cocoa Puffs really quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cocoa Puffs mouthfeel, it's just, it's all crunch. There's like a softness and crunch in the Reese's Puffs. It's creamy peanut butter. It's creamy and crunchy, which is everything you want in a cereal. Uh, Lucky Charms does not do it for me. I'm not disagreeing with you, but like, I just think like, then why haven't I bought Reese's Puffs in my adult life? I don't know why you've bought Lucky Charms in your adult life. I haven't. So I'm just thinking I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like pay attention to that because like this is my third pregnancy. I mean, whatever I want, I've never picked up a box of Reese's Puffs. I think that's just like interesting. Well, I think that's maybe you need to like take a look into your life a little bit because I have bought, I'm telling you, I've bought the organic version at Whole Foods or whatever and they're, and it's not as good, but it's still great. Okay. I mean, I'll con- I love a peanut butter cereal. No, I think you're right. I mean, I'll concede, I guess, but I'm not like. It's so obvious to me. See, and it's not so obvious to me, but since so it's that's so like, obvious mm-hmm. to you, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to pick a fight with you today because we have to work together all day. Okay. Okay, then we have Cocoa Pebbles versus Tricks. And to me, it's for sure Cocoa Pebbles. I love Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles, like I said at the beginning, are probably my favorite cereal. However, seeing that those bright, that bright bowl of Twix on Google Images is doing something to me i will I, I will agree that it's probably cocoa pebbles but in this moment i'm telling you trick sounds like it would so like if you had a bowl of tricks and cocoa pebbles in front of you which one would you take i would probably go for the tricks oh see i would not like I would right go, now in this moment like right now i'd go with cocoa pebbles i'd probably go with tricks i see what you're saying but, but but here's the thing with tricks it's for four bites and then i'm like well that's yes and now i'm feeling blisters on the roof of my mouth like i'm over it and i think like i don't think tricks is fun for the whole family i think like a seven-year-old dying over it yeah i think like me as a 29 year old woman i'm like 
did I have any cocoa pop? Like, we went on Tyler's family's vacation, and granted, I was like nine weeks pregnant at the time. Like, I went to the grocery store, I bought cocoa pebbles, and guess what? All the kids ate them. Yeah. So we'll do cocoa pebbles. Okay. Okay. Well, this last one's gonna be really hard. Yeah. Reese's Puffs versus cocoa pebbles. Should we call a tiebreaker? I think. Is I, anyone gonna be up? I like can't do this. I think we should. You know how I think we should call who? Is Craig. Oh, that's a good one. Craig, our brother, is like the. He's always been about the sweets. And he's kind of a cereal connoisseur. He is a cereal connoisseur. Okay, so we got our brother Craig on the phone. Say hi, Craig. So, oh, there's a lot of background noise. Craig, do you ever listen to our podcast? Uh, I listened to the first one. Feels good. Great, great, great. Okay, so we did this thing called the Great Eight where we battle off um, like eight things within a category. And today's category is children's cereal. And we have, we've made it to the end. So this is the number one. And it's between two options. And we need to, you need, we need you to tell us your opinion. Okay. Is it, what's better, Reese's Puffs or Cocoa Pebbles? Oh, that's tough. We know. I think... I think I like Reese's Puffs more. Wow. You still get, you still get the chocolate, but you also get the peanut butter. Then that's what we call Craig because he's got the big brain stuff. Craig, that's, that's a big brain opinion. Okay, Craig. Thanks, Craig. What did you, who, what did you pick? Who picked what? Uh, we like we had to go through like. Multiples. I was more on Team Cocoa Pebbles, and Liz was more on Team Reese's. Puffs. I didn't really know. I could have gone either way, but I I, I think no, you make a good you point. Can't go wrong with either one. No, okay. I think I think they're for sure one and two. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Craig. All right, guys. Okay. <laughs> okay. Love that he's never listened to our podcast. Yeah, Very cool. So good. Um, he makes a good point though. Because you get both the chocolate and the peanut butter. No, and that was a major oversight on our part. Uh-huh. So anyway, we're going to give it to Reese's Puffs. Go buy a box this week. Um, your kids will probably think you're a freaking hero. Yeah. And that's the grade eight. Okay, Liz, are you ready for industry news? Am I ever? Well, I'm so excited because today's industry news is brought to you by Edmunds.com. I love Edmunds as like my go-to car shopping site. They have so many incredible tools and they're truly like not only bringing the tools, but also the content to make car shopping so easy for you. One of my favorite tools is the comparison tool. It lets you compare four vehicles side by side. And the price checker tool is amazing. It lets you know if a listed price is a good deal by comparing it to other cars in your area in a zip code. It's like some crazy big brain technology for sure. They also have a great appraisal tool that gives you a value in minutes. All you have to do is enter your vehicle's VIN or license plate number, then answer a handful of questions about the car's condition. You don't have to give any personal information. and You'll instantly see what your car is worth, which is so important for all of us car shopping or even thinking about car shopping. Know where you're at and know what your car is worth. And I think the Edmunds appraisal tool is one of the easiest, quickest ways to do that. There are so many great car buying things there are so many great car buying tools on Edmunds.com. That's E-D-M-U-N-D-S dot com. Edmunds, they drive it like it is. And today's first story is also brought to you by Edmunds, who's driving it like it is. And this is like, this is the kind of investigative journalism that I could just never do. Okay. Okay. So they have, so like Edmunds has several um, cars because like they have like some really great car reviews online too. Not that I like, I mean like, Watch my tour and like then go like read Edmonds because they're incredibly thorough. Our Rivian R1T was part of the 12,000 EV recall. And here's how the repair went down. Okay. So I talked about this on my Instagram stories, but Rivian had a huge recall where they basically recalled all of their vehicles. And what's unique about the recall is rarely do we see all vehicles get recalled. Um, 
And number two, there's no service centers. So like their plan was they were going to like send people or do these like little mobile pop-up shops. And I expressed some concerns about this, not because like I'm trying to hate on Rivian or like a young startup, but it's just like that's something to think about if you're going to be buying one of these cars. Like people have had a lot of issues getting their Tesla serviced because there's none of these service. There's not as many service Mm -hmm. centers. Like they don't have that infrastructure. And granted, I think like why the... So anyway... All that to say is the Rivian one has gone pretty well. I've heard from several people that it has been pretty painless, which is exciting. Granted, it was only 12,000 cars, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a ton to get repaired. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to kind of like recap what Edmund said. I thought it was interesting. Okay, so their main points of the article is by Alberto Hernandez. Our R1T was part of the 12,000 vehicle safety recall issued by Rivian Automotive. Rivian sent its mobile service to reform the inspection and repair. The inspection and repair process was painless, but we learned that Rivian has significantly changed their torque spec on the component of, at the heart of its recall, which is kind of juicy. So I can link this on the Carpool uh, Instagram if you guys want to read more about it. But basically, they say that the repair itself was a total breeze. Um so we received an email from Rivian one day ahead of the formal announcement. That's when we called to schedule our appointment for a mobile technician to come out to the Edmonds headquarters and inspect our RT1. And then they say, according to the email from Rivian, the process would take a few minutes, simply requiring the fastener in question to be tightened to a higher torque tolerance. We are here to confirm that the process did, in fact, only take a few minutes. The Rivian hmm. tech arrived promptly in a yellow R1T of his own after inspecting the fastener in question. He deemed it necessary to torque to its new safety specification. It took the technician approximately 10 minutes or less to complete the whole procedure. That's so interesting. We love to hear it. Yeah. So, like, let's get this story out of there. Yeah, exactly. Wait, that's very encouraging to hear. Like, and also good on you, Rivian. Yeah. And like I I actually got like kind of some flack for I'm mean, which lately on Instagram, I've been getting a lot of flack for talking about recalls because it's like they're like, well, you didn't talk nearly as bad about this car's recall as that car's recall. And I'm like, first of all, I cover the major recalls and I try to cover them as equally as possible. But I'm also don't want to be this like I mean, there could be a whole Instagram page dedicated to updating people on recalls. Right. So I'm like going to share it when it breaks. And I stand by my questioning of like, what are these mobile processes going to like pop up centers or service centers going to look like? Because. This could also have been a disaster. So I'm so happy to hear it wasn't. And like, I'm really appreciative for Edmonds to like put out an article like this, like updating the people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just something to talk about. I think that's really interesting. Same. Okay, so that's my first story. Okay. Now let me switch to a paper copy. I'll look at you. Just like a little like news girly reading my paper news copy paper. of automotive news. Okay, just two little quick things I want to just like catch everyone up on just like so you could know what's coming out. Some people are like talking about cars, you know what to talk about. Okay, so the Acura ZDX captures precision EV essence. So Acura is coming out with a new EV SUV. Acura's first electric vehicle, the ZDX, will will hew closely to the precision EV concept revealed by Honda Motor, Motor Co's company Luxury arm in august so that's a horrible written headline so basically if you don't know honda owns acuras we talked about the new honda ev that was coming out i think i talked about that two weeks ago well now they have an acura version and it shares structural elements with the cadillac lyric because it's co-developed with general motors so again this is the general motors honda acura collab and this is going to be the zdx which I kind of like that name. ZDX. ZDX. It's yeah. giving an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. You have like RDX, MDX, ZDX. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would have gone EDX though for electric. Elizabeth, it was right in front of them. I know. It was literally right in front of them. I don't know. Anyway, it's we just have the spy photos right now. It's very long hood. It looks good. I, I'm kind of yeah. excited to see an, an EV like this from Acura because I actually just saw, we just had an MDX on the lot the other day. 
a brand new 2022. And like the tech on it is just like not as advanced as I would expect it to be for a car of that price point. So I'm anxious to see like what kind of tech they can bring in an EV when Mm -hmm. like EVs are all about this like open concept, so many screens, so many that. So I'm hoping that we like see some major technology improvements on the interior of the ZDX because I'm borderline disappointed with the RDX and MDX tech. It's not a touch screen. Yeah. Which is just like, why isn't it? Just do better. And there are some non-touch screen stands. And I see you and I want you to know, like, you're welcome here. But me personally, I like a touch screen. And I also think, like, if you and I were driving in the car and I'm like, hey, can you change the radio station? You couldn't do it in the MDX because, like, you have to have your wrist on this pad that's taking up half the console mm-hmm. area on my side of the car. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Using your left hand. Yeah. It's just like not. a. Also, here's a question for people who are left handed and that's a, their dominant hand. <sighs> is it difficult for them Elizabeth, to use a right handed pad? No one's talking about the left handers. Yeah, I know. Are you guys OK? If you're a left-hander driving an Acura MDX, can you write in? Yeah, like, how is that working for you? Did it take time? You know what? I read this, um, I don't even know, it was like years ago, but I heard this thing that's like really good to practice with your non-dominant hand. And so I, for like a week straight, tried brushing my teeth with my left hand, and it was so hard. It feels so weird and so clunky. Honestly, everyone try that. Try brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand. That's so interesting. And it's so, it's so weird. So anyway, that makes me wonder for the non-dominant. I'm going to like, I want to talk to them about that. Yeah. It's a good question. Tyler was like kind of a lefty, but he like, I guess he says he's ambidextrous. So he can like use both of his hands. But George sometimes favors his left hand. Really? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Next story. This is the last one, but Mercedes expands its electric crossover lineup with the U.S. made EQE. Don't like that name. EQE. Euk. EQE. EQE. The Mercedes EQE. It's not. That's not a good name. No. The EQE will go on sale early next year and it will be built at the Mercedes plant in Alabama. Um, This is the ugliest car I've ever seen in my life. Let me see. Not to be dramatic. Um, It's giving minivan sans sliding doors. Yeah. It really is. The midsize EQE will go on sale early next year and fleshes out the Mercedes electric crossover lineup that is now bookend by the compact EQB and the full-size EQS. The EQE crossover... For us, it's just another piece to the puzzle to transform into an electric car company in this market. Okay. I mean, I just think it's... I. I it was a story to me because it's that ugly. Yeah, it's... Um, and it does they, look like a minivan, but, except it doesn't have the doors, and which it's is mid, the and only it's good mid, thing about a minivan. I know, and it's mid-size, so that tells me... I yeah, don't, it's like a small It's minivan. unsure if it's going to have like a compact third row or not. I'm not sure. Um... And like they came out with like like it's always interesting which like what color they choose. Yeah, they chose brown. And like you know me like I'm brown is trending. Like I my, like a brown. Like my color. nails are brown. Like yeah. things are brown. But like this is just not. It's giving turd. Sorry, I can't believe I said that. Kelly, that was so harsh. Um, but it's not good. Spot looking. the lie. It's not good looking. So anyway, the EQE not it. The ZDX. You know what? Could I, be it. I don't like. I don't like EQE. EQB. MDX, RDX, ZDX. Just come up with names. No, I kind of agree. Like it's confusing. I kind of I kind of agree. I like names, but I also do like I don't mind numbers either. Like I think the Q7, the 
X5. Like, I don't mind those. Well, those make sense to me because it's like X3, X5, X7. Like, I can, that makes sense because we're getting mm-hmm. bigger, you know? Whereas, I don't even know what MDX, RDX, ZDX where where are these well what it's does like, it mean it's not even alphabetical order <laughs> then that's like, maybe if it was like make it make sense so anyway don't like that i i agree i like names but then i'm also like so harsh on names sometimes like when they came out the honda prologue i'm well, like prologue is a, is not a good name prologue is a stupid name we need to yeah. come up with a list of names that like we should just like put them out there and then like the manufacturers could just like choose from them mm-hmm. like some of my favorite like what are some of your favorite car names forget what you think about the car you know what what names i really like hmm places like i love tahoe telluride yeah santa fe i do like too. those are cool i do too tucson well and you know what i what i kind of like about ford is like explorer expedition escape like it's all like their suvs or e. and their e's but they're their words you kind of know it's like oh well if you don't need an expedition then you can go down to the explorer Explore. and if you don't need an explorer like, Wait, but it's are you like a car girl um, i just i like the ease but they're, they're they're different though oh i meant to tell you this i'm gonna tell you this on the podcast for the first time so i got an email because you know next week elizabeth and i go to a telluride event actually which is super mm-hmm. exciting um which is giving us serious hope for the ev9 Yes. Which, hey, that's such a good name. Electric Vehicle 9. Yeah. E- Bigger B- than the nine. EV6. It's the EV9. We love to see it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then I got another email for the same week. Because, you know, that's what these manufacturers do. They just think we can drop it a hat. I know. Like, I have child children. Yeah. Anyway, it's the same dates, but it's the Ford Raptor event. Oh, Okay. Ford Raptor event. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't go. And then they were like, oh, do you think your sister wants to go? <gasps> like they were like, oh, like, thanks, guys. They like wanted you. And I'm like, no, she's going. Well, me. yeah. Well, they wanted you. And then they said, <laughs> we'll take we'll take your scraps. I know, but like that's like they knew you existed. Yeah, yeah. Which no, like that's, that's what I'm excited about. No, that's big. Because there's been several events where they're like, can I bring my sister? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, then it's not it. And we're like, no, but we'll, I'll pay for her airfare and for her hotel. And we can and share our room. Meals, and we can share our room, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I don't want to name names, but that's what some other people have said. Well, that is why we didn't go to the Rivian, Rivian event, not to name names, but to name specific well, names. Well, we didn't go, to, well, and that Rivian event was hard to say no to. That was, I would have still gone, but I was seven weeks pregnant. Yeah, you were feeling felt really like bad. Gar- I felt like garbage. And it was like, it was like kind of, it was in New York, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in New York. Kind of a long flight. No, couldn't even get a direct flight so it was oh, two flights yeah. and it was like only one night so it was just like i couldn't do that I would oh just, but we did get a rivian hookup potentially i know we need to work we on need that. to work on that we need to work on that um okay cool well should we do our just drive through yeah let's keep going okay so um today's stitch to the drive through is something i made last night and it's inspired from by the um instagram trader joe's five five items or less it, she is my Truly a new Faye follow. A new Faye She's been blessing my follow. feet. So good. So I was driving home the other day and very rarely do I pass a Trader Joe's, but the certain route I was going, I was going to pass one. So I was like, perfect. I'll stop at TJ's. Um, but what do I need? I don't even know. I just feel like I have to stop and see what they're up to. And so I was like, perfect. I'll, I'll just sit in the parking lot really quick and look at Trader Joe's five items or less and just pick out something to make for dinner tonight. Which just made my life so much easier. I found actually two recipes um, and I bought all the ingredients for both. Every, not every, most of the ingredients that I bought, I had never seen before at Trader Joe's. I had never bought before at Trader Joe's. And she opened up my eyes in my world to just new items to keep an eye out for. So I made this, um, this salmon with rice. Let me, let me just pull up her exact one so I don't butcher it. 
if you're not following Trader Joe's five items or less, you need to run. Don't walk. It looked amazing. It was amazing. I know I should have been more prepared. Oh, here it is. Okay. Quick and easy sweet chili salmon bowls. So it is a salmon filet, the sweet chili sauce, the edamame, the pre um the pre-shelled ready to eat edamame. That's a hack in itself. Huge hack. Shredded carrots and jasmine rice. So you are going to bake the salmon to however you like it. So whether it's in the air fryer or in the oven, you are going to spoon one to two teaspoons of sweet chili sauce over the salmon and make sure it's well coated. I'm just going to read her instructions because otherwise I'll not do it as well. Air fry them at 400 for nine to 11 minutes, pausing midway to coat another spoonful of chili sauce. Microwave the jasmine rice for three minutes, then distribute between the bowls. Add carrots and edamame to the bowls, then the salmon, and drizzle more chili sauce over the salmon and veggies. Enjoy. Um, For non-air fryer instructions, bake the salmon at 400 for 13 to 15 minutes. And she said, I don't mind the veggies cold, but my husband prefers them hot. So, like, you can always saute the carrots and edamame. I made them cold. I also added um, cut up cucumber as well. It was so freaking good. Just can't say enough good things about Trader Joe's five items or less. Like, Mm -hmm. actually, like, she is... We should get her on the podcast. We really should. She is ditching the drive-through. All the, I mean, like, yeah. like, like it's her literal job. Yeah, like we could never. No, it was, and it was so easy, so good. And I have, I mean, I just made it for myself last night because Maddie wasn't home. But um, I'm gonna go buy more salmon today and make it again tonight. Ooh, it was so good. So love to see it. That's my dish of drive-through. Okay, well, thank you Liz, so much for that. And now we're going to move into Blake's Bestie. So if you don't know, for the month of October, we're honoring Pregnancy and Infant Awareness Loss Month by talking about some of the babies gone too soon and sharing some of your stories. Um, yes, it's heavy. Yes, it's hard to talk about. Um, but we felt we have felt really called to do and we've received so many responses. So I have a few that I'm going to read today. Um, and I think like what I've just gathered from like reading all of these stories of these moms is like, especially like as a pregnant woman myself, they don't want you to feel guilt. They don't want you to feel fear. They just want you to feel gratitude. And I just mm-hmm. think like I've like people are asking like, how are you reading these pregnant or like seeing all these pregnant? And I'm just like really focusing on the gratitude and like you can't do the fear and you also can't do the guilt. They don't want me to feel guilty. They just yeah. want me to feel thankful, which of course I do. So anyway, I have some really beautiful stories that I want to read. Um, the first is from Rachel. So Liz, do you remember last week on the carpool, there was that girl who ran the Chicago Marathon and she had the yeah. saving season two? Yeah. Okay, she wrote <gasps> it. Last week, I tagged the carpool in my stories because I ran the Chicago Marathon. However, I did not explain why I was running. I didn't want to bring up my stillborn son because Kelly is pregnant. I know that a pre- as a pregnant woman, it is the most terrifying thing to hear about others' losses. Kelly, I appreciate you honoring the women in this space, even in the midst of being pregnant. I pray for you often in the expansion of your family, which is mm, so sweet really of her. Sweet. Um, I am glad that after the loss of my son, God put it on my heart to train and run a marathon. It feels like proof that my body is not a failure. And my cousin, my friend, and I raised almost $13,000 for oh Ronald McDonald House as Cooper's crew running the um, 26.2. It was such a blessing to honor his short life in such a big way. So she goes on to share her story. Her story is absolutely beautiful. I'm not going to read the whole thing for sake of time. Um, but she delivered her son, Cooper James, at around... I believe 20 weeks based on the story and he will forever be a brother to my sons. 
Um, my husband and I have waited nine months to try again since I was training for the marathon. We are praying that our family will continue to expand over the next few years, both biologically and through adoption. While God's plan for our family looks different than what we would have planned ourselves, we know that we will always share our struggle to claim the redemption that we know is coming in Jesus's name. Something about, so the baby's name is Cooper, which is the freaking cutest name for a baby. One funny slash crazy thing about my pregnancy with Cooper. Prior to the pregnancy, I always hated ketchup. I could not stand the smell or taste of it. <laughs> well, when I was pregnant with him, I craved ketchup what? all the time. I started to love the taste of ketchup and figured it would go away after I gave birth. One of those crazy pregnancy things. Well, I still love ketchup. <laughs> now, every time I think of ketchup, I think of my baby Coops. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I thought that was oh, really man, cute. That was beautiful. Beautiful. I'm crying. Um, and like she ran a freaking marathon. That's incredible. Talk about file that under a list of things I could never do. But hey, yeah. if she was listening to the carpool while she was did I just run a marathon? Did we do it also? Did we run a marathon? We did it with her for Let me sure. be clear. It's the closest I'll ever get. <laughs> okay. You want me to read one? Uh no, I got him. Well, I'm sorry. Do you want to? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Why don't you worry? Well, let me read this one and then you can read this other one that I've started. Right. Okay. Okay. Blake's besties helped us name our baby. So this was interesting. I thought this was just like kind of a beautiful story to bring up. So this is by Courtney. Hi, ladies. We recently lost our baby at 11 weeks, five days, the day before we were announcing to family. It feels like it was so early that the world wouldn't even recognize it as a real loss. We found out early three weeks, five days on our son Archer's 18th month birthday and instantly envisioned our life with a new little one. They hated the smell of everything. They loved, love, love anything's carbs or sweets. They refused to let me stay awake for more than two hours at a time and was exactly the same as their big brother in my belly at that age. Um, anyway, so she just goes on to like share a little bit about her story. But listening to the most recent Blake's Bessie segment, I broke down when you guys urged us to say their names because we didn't even get a chance to give them one. Today, during a long car ride, my husband and I decided to give a gender neutral slash unisex name that and give them a name at that felt right. We named our baby Noah, gender neutral spelling of Noah, so N-O-A, which means rest and peace. And I can't mm. put into words the amount of peace we feel having named a baby that we so desperately wanted. Oh, gosh. So I thought that was like, which I don't know. I ha it is crazy to think about like, so when do you name them? And we know we've had we've had some people write in being like, well, I didn't name them because I only have one boy. It's just, it's so personal. Yeah. And like, if you don't want to name them, like, I hope no one took that as like, a, oh, I have to name them. But because I don't know. I don't I don't even, I don't even know what I would do. I couldn't even yeah. tell you like the week cutoff, something I wouldn't I'm not even going to like let myself have that headspace with. Yeah, I think you just have to do what's right. But it was encouraging to hear like if you do feel called to do that, like it's not too late. And like you yeah. can't you can, of course, do it's that. It's your baby still. You can you absolutely have that right. Okay, and then our last Blake's besties. Um, hi, Kelly and Liz. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, this comes from Natalie. Hi, Kelly and Liz. Thank you so much for sharing all these babies taken too early from us. Our son Grayson was born sleeping at 17 weeks in April of 2018. He was so tiny and perfect in every way. My pregnancy was my pregnancy was full of lots of baths and pickles, which was my craving. Let me tell you, I ate jars of them. As sad as it was. The care we received from our nurses was amazing. I was a NICU nurse at Cardinal Glennon at the time, so I was honored to care for some of the tiniest little fighters. I bonded with one of our nurses who cared for us while while there, and she encouraged me to apply and work at the hospital we, we delivered Grayson at as they were opening the NICU soon. I applied and got the job and had the privilege to help open the NICU there. We lost another baby boy after that, and those same nurses were there to care for me once again. Our rainbow baby Grace joined us in 2020, and she was worth the wait. To all the moms out there who have experienced loss, just know you're not alone, Natalie. 
Right. <laughs> no, sorry, that one was tough. That one was tough. They're all tough. But all tough. thank you, Natalie, for sharing. And I have had like so many. D- I need to get better about sending the DMs to the email. But I have seen a lot of DMs of the nurses. Just like nurses are the freaking best. No, yeah, we need to be talking about that more. Because like the nurses and th- all of the nurses who have written in, they were like, please tell these moms that know like how much like we remember the babies that have been lost and like yeah. we remember them and we pray about them and like they were loved, so, which is like always just good to hear you know like even if you don't talk to that nurse ever again like she like she remembers yeah anyway that was heavy but that's why we're if you want to write in to share your blake's bestie story you can write into hello at the carmomofficial.com and that's our show and that's our show so thank you so much for listening to the carpool podcast please be sure to follow us on instagram give us five stars Yeah, we could do some reviews too because we like we need some reviews please anyway we'll talk to you next time bye Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.